your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Inconsistent VGK with the weekend split, a loss in Arizona last night, and a farewell victory before they hit the road over the Caps. We dig into the past weekends back-to-back. Why was LT in net last night? Cassidy blows uh, again his top as he talks about the team, as uh, Chris Golick said, and he bus-rolled. You said he bus-rolled the VGK centers. All that coming up ahead. Right here on Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by our new sponsor, FanDuel. Just sign up today at fanduel.com slash locked on. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose a fanduel.com slash locked on special. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick, and uh, welcome aboard. We come to you each Monday through Friday right here. And you could find us on Twitter at Lockdown VGK. Follow Chris, very entertaining follow at TD Chris G. I am at Tony Dasco and Lockdown Golden Knights. Of course, subscribe on our YouTube channel. So we come off of a euphoric, let's say, Saturday night victory for VGK. Only two early for big words, smaller words, less syllables, less syllables. Okay, perhaps one of their better 60 minute efforts of the season save the, uh, or at least uh, since the Penguins game, right? Uh, but that game in the rearview mirror now, on the tail end of the back-to-back last night, uh, we saw where they stunk in Arizona, uh, didn't play well defensively, BGK trips up again, and, uh, you know, when you look at this Coyotes team, not very good, they're decent at home, 9-7-2, and two. they've only played 18 home games, not like BGK's rigged schedule, uh, Coyotes, they <laughs> fell last night four to one psychologically, right? So another big word. Is that a big term? Uh, psychologically, we've learned a little bit about this VGK team. They get down early in a game and then it's just like they're battling uphill all night. So Arizona in the first period was a minus 19 on the season. They minus 19. And for the 10th time in 12 games, I'm going to start Cassidy and get right now doing this way. 10 time, 10 time in a 10 time in uh, 12 games. VGK gives up the first goal and then they almost look psychologically defeated. Hey, but Phil Kessel got on the board. So that's good. I mean, it, it was tough. I didn't watch last night's game terribly closely, which feels like a win for who wanted uh, to, for, who wanted to, it was garbage. No, I mean, I, I was peeking at my kid had had hockey last night. So I was kind of looking up from the bench every now and then. Uh, and then for the third period, I was working last night, but I had it on my phone and I'm watching. I'm like, just no. And then I see with five and a half minutes left. Uh, there's no Logan Thompson again, Logan Thompson. Why is he in the net? That's, um, Something definitely needs to be, we'll we'll dive into probably a little bit more, but we'll talk more about the game right now. And Logan Thompson is gone with five and a half minutes left. And I I get Cassidy's trying not to give up on the game and trying to show something, but man, five and a half minutes, if there's a power play with five and a half minutes left, fine. You want to take a shot and, and, you know, take that risk. I'm okay with that. I even felt five and a half minutes was a little bit too much personally, but 
at that point, what does it even matter? The game was pretty much in hand. VGK just it's such um, all the words that you use to describe Saturday's game, all those really big, weird words that start with vowels and stuff. And then I, I even tweeted before this game. I said, if Arizona, if VGK loses in Arizona, everything that happened on Saturday night was undone. And it was Saturday was a party, right? It was so much fun being there as a fan for that game. I'm glad I got to experience that game as a fan and cheer. And just, it was exciting. It was great. And then coyotes. And the biggest thing to think about here is yes, Saturday was fun. It was awesome. We loved every second of that game, except for the fact that there wasn't any street meat for sale afterwards. But besides that, everything was great during that game. But at the end of the day, they beat a Washington Capitals team who looked like they didn't want to be at that game. Just watching that game, we've seen this performance from the VGK as well, where just VGK doesn't look like they want to be on the ice or they're not giving a good performance. And the stars just don't align sometimes. That's what the Capitals were. So that's the team they beat. Oh, yeah. They didn't have this guy named Alex Ovechkin out there who is pound for pound one of the best generational talents as far as my lifetime is going to go. I'll take him over Crosby any day. I know there's a lot of people I love to argue about those two, but Crosby is an absolute remarkable talent. We cannot argue that side of it. And they were without him. So, listen, good job. VGK beat the team that was across the ice from him. But now you look at the at the egg that they laid in Arizona, and it tells you that this team still is not even close to turning that corner, which everyone thought that they did on Saturday nights. Each team played four games this past week, and Cassidy said no excuse, but he feels as though perhaps his team is mentally fatigued. Coyotes controlling the neutral zone in that first period. That was pretty much, to me, the difference in the game. And then, of course, VGK picked apart in five-on-five. Jack Eichel, by the way, uh, so they put Eichel, Stevenson, uh, so minus two, I should say, on the night. Eichel, Stevenson, the misfits, uh, Petrangelo. All minus two. And uh, Eichel, I wanted to talk about him. Last seven games, one goal, one assist, and a minus eight. Last seven games. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. He is the man, right? He is the man, and he needs to be the man when other mans are not on the ice, right? I know that's not proper English and Tony's We like it, though. It makes sense to us. It's It's a hockey crowd. Yeah, there you go. Man, man, call him Manny's right. Put an eye on the end of it. That, that That's their nickname. But Eichel, it's, you know, and, and listen, people go through this. Like, I'll give a pass in the sense that no one's going to have a perfect season. And when you have such high expectations as Jack Eichel does, you know, it magnifies a lot, a lot quicker as far as just the concern level goes. Is he injured? I mean, really, no one's talking about this, but. There are times when he just does not look himself out there early in the season. He looked great. And since he was gone for 10, 11, 12 games, whatever it was, I'm curious what his stat line is since he came back. And I'm trying to think. I mean, I know he scored in the Pittsburgh game. How many goals has he scored? Isn't that seven games? Isn't that around seven games? Since he's been back? Yeah. It's been something like that. It's definitely been something like that. One goal, one assist, and minus eight. That would not, yeah, that definitely could be what it is. Then, if that's what it is, that that's unfortunate. Something's not right with him. You're right. You're absolutely right. You hit it on the head because there's something wrong with Jack Eichel, and he needs. You know, everyone needs their legs out there, and I, I get all that. I know this is a, a terrible analogy, but you know, his legs just don't seem to be moving right now. And he, he like, okay, let's not 
crap on Jack Eichel too long here because the game on Saturday, he did look like himself. I think he only had one or two shots on Saturday, but on Saturday, I didn't care because he was his old self where he's carrying the puck, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And there was another instance that I immediately thought about you, Tony, where it was in the game on Saturday where he made just this crazy pass down low and whoever it was uh, couldn't catch the pass. And something, I don't know how you practice this. I don't know how you make someone become better with Jack Eichel, but Cassidy mentioned this is game 49. We got to be better or something like that. Well, that's 49 games and probably, you know, 28 practices or whatever the number is, plus however many pregame day of skates and stuff like that. And plus all the warmups and things like that. So I'm not going to buy the excuse of, you know, Jack Eichel is hard to play with or anything like that. I just think they lack the proper player to play with him. And I don't know who the proper player is. I love Patrick Kane. I'd love to see Patrick Kane on the Chicago Blackhawks if that comes to fruition. But Patrick Kane also has a lot of Jack Eichel in him, the way he passes. And uh, Patrick Kane, as good of a scorer as he is, he is a very underrated passer. So a lot of questions. I mean, McCrimmon, uh, McCrimmon's going to have to spin the dials right now, and he's going to have to find some because let's not get too deep without acknowledging the start this team had. I know we're holding on to that right now because it wasn't for that start. We would be... In the imagine if we had a 500 starts and we're still playing this level of hockey right now. Now is when you know the fire McCrimmon chant is happening outside of T Mobile, and there'd be people outside of City National with signs, you know, pointing towards wherever McCrimmon's office is. Like it would be ugly right now if this team had scarves. A starts. with it's scarves, probably, yes, with yeah. scarves, with uh, scarves. So, <laughs> did you, you see know. my tweet? <laughs> Which one um, about another rigged BGK back to back? Like, oh, my goodness, they're playing a back-to-back. No, but who got... was it that called out the time change and actually, like, said Arizona yeah, had, but it's a uh, time less, change. less time? Yeah. When Arizona traveled, One they had less time. Did. Right. So they got an hour you back. Out, Tony. It was pretty good. It was, it was dynamite. Well, whoever said that. In any event, you know, their flight time, two hours, 27 minutes, 879 miles from Dallas to Phoenix. BGK's flight time from Las Vegas to Phoenix, one hour, 10 minutes, 256 miles. That's it. So rigged. So, so great. And then next week, they're going to be playing in the tri-state area. I just was going off. I, okay, here's one for you. Next back-to-back versus the Rangers and the Islanders. Distance via bus ride for VGK, 39 minutes, 18.3 miles. How many tolls? Uh, I don't think there's any tolls on that drive. Uh, Phil Kessel scored a goal last night. Woo! Does, does he only do well against his former teams? There's a, they're, they're mounting there's up. There's so many of them, yeah. I mean, listen, Phil for Kessel, the Devils, what Rangers, does that put him at? Is it, is it 10, that? 11 goals now? Yeah, I think about that. But, you know, I mean, I'm thinking maybe he he uh, he gets a call from from Rick Tockett, who's his really good friend. Right. One of the reasons why Kessel came to Vegas is because Tockett has a house here and they were hanging out. You think I mean, he goes with him to Vancouver. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I would, I mean, Kessel could be more of a, of a rental type player that would, you know, be appealing that regard. I could see something like that maybe, but I don't know who would step up to the plate and want Kessel. And it, it's weird if you sign someone in the off season and then you trade them mid season, that's certainly not the best form as far as, you know, getting future free agents goes. Phil Kessel's in a different world, obviously, but I don't see a, a path that exists where Kessel's going anywhere. And Kessel was acquired for his playoff play. 
He was acquired for what he has done historically in the playoffs. So again, I'm first of all, this team's got to make the playoffs. This is not a shoe. And like anyone who's sitting back right now thinking VGK is, you know, they'll figure this out by the playoffs. No folks, we are down to the last 33 games right now. If my uh, 645 in the morning math is appropriate, we are down to 43 games to figure this out and to stay out of the wild card hunt. You don't want to get in that cluster bleepity bleep that's going to be happening at the end of the season where there's six teams trying to get WC one and two. That's where the VGK was last year. At times it felt like they were there and then they lose one game and they lose so much ground. So they have to figure out a way to fit to find their game, so to speak. And soon something else I was holding on to last uh, uh, Saturday's game at T-Mobile. That was the last time we will see the Vegas Golden Knights in Las Vegas for 21, 22 days, whatever the number is. When this team comes back, very reasonable chance. Again, this is after the all-star break and everything now. Very reasonable chance. White Cloud, Theodore, and Howden return to the ice. Hopefully, we'll carry. I got no clue what's up with Carrier right now. But hopefully, Carrier is also on that list of people that return by then. And, you know, Mark Stone, I mean, who knows what's going to happen there. I, I mean, obviously, let's start with hoping Mark Stone is back. If it's not Mark Stone and it's going to be well for Mark Stone, which I see you shaking your head, I'm with you. Hopefully we have whatever our trade deadline acquisition is by then, not not by March 1st when there's only, you know, 20 something, whatever games left. We need need it now, need it quick and make that deal now before someone like Chicago says, okay, highest bidder gets Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves at the deadline. Make that deal now. Don't make it later if we know what Mark Stone's outlook is. And we know that Theodore and Howden are on the road with VGK. Perhaps uh, they will play in that New York area. And possibly Zach Whitecloud, too, yeah. according to according to um, uh, Cassidy. Okay. Is he on the road with them? Possibly. Too? Possibly was the statement. Oh, they said he possibly. Made. He said okay. possibly. Okay. Gary Lawless will leak it, I'm sure. <laughs> so VGK was riding high, very high, on Saturday night against the OV-less Caps. Uh, we'll have a recap coming up next oh that was bad <laughs> corny uh right here on lockdown golden that's Knights. more my speed this morning there you go brother the nfl playoffs are here we are really excited about our new sports betting partner on lockdown because they are the number one sports book in america it is FanDuel. welcome aboard if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features that make uh, betting on sports fun and easy new customers if you join today you get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up for FanDuel. Again, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel is, uh, again, a place where you find your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, which are very popular, especially this time of year. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. And it's all on the app. It's on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet, and you will get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And we thank you all for making us your first listen each and every day. And again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. Saturday night, it was a pretty lively crowd there at the Fortress. Uh, VGK had the opportunity to host a game 
their final game at home uh, during that homestand against Washington. It was a 6-2 to two final. Uh, good to see, you know, the first goal by VGK. And nice to see Alec Martinez getting on the score sheet. Yeah, that was vintage Alec Martinez. He scored so many goals where he's just kind of there as the play is developing. And then he has that veteran presence of mind when to attack the net and strike. It was very reminiscent of the goal. He clinched the Stanley Cup, the Stanley Cup game winning overtime, Stanley Cup clinching goal. Not a lot to say there, but it's exciting when it happens. And uh, just look up Alec Martinez, Stanley Cup game winning goal, and then compare it to the first goal Saturday at T-Mobile. And he even made the comment, right? You can move up to the first line, you score a goal, feels good or something like that. So you know, credit to Alec Martinez, for who's had a rough season. It's been rough on Alec Martinez. He's still blocking shots left and right, but his legs are not what they used to, and with good reason. I mean, he looks uh, worse than Roger Dorn in Major League when he finally started to, uh, you know, field ground balls and put his body behind it. So, you know, Alec Martinez is a warrior. He's not this, the speedy warrior he once was, but he's a warrior. If there's one player who you will never question – the level of competes and hearts. Like I, I would, if I asked um, Alec Martinez a question about competing heart, he'd probably take my head off in the locker room. William Carlson might, you know, duck it a little bit, but uh, Alec Martinez, I would never ask that question to because do would just give me a stare. If, if he only gave me a look of death, I feel like that was a win. Paul Cotter had a couple of goals in that game uh, and the offense played very well and they protected the house uh, to use a uh, term that Bruce Cassidy typically uses. I uh, played well defensively. And then they also chased. I start doing this when I talk about Cassidy, just swaying back and forth. Yeah, I know it's like in the post games too. He even gets the microphone a little bit. <laughs> there, there's someone sitting in the back that they're, they're spinning the dial at the games when, or sorry, in the post game pressers, trying to keep the levels equal and stuff. And I, I can, that person's got a he's tough a job with Cat. He, and, and listen, we're not knocking Cassidy. He, he's no, just not a microphone him. guy. That, that's yeah, not his word. Not a so. microphone guy. And when he's mad, he sways even faster. Watch that. Uh, Darcy Kemper chased, gave up four goals on 18 shots. And VGK scored a goal on in each period on their first shot. Their first shot in each period. It's pretty cool. That, that, no, that, that, that's good. I mean, listen, they, they came out ready to play and a lot of a lot of motivation, right? Uh, the story of Annabelle is just, you know, remarkable and her what the what she has meant to the team and it basically helped get the team in a better mindset and i wish that could have i wish they could have taken her on the road sunday and you know we can set up a gofundme to get her to las vegas permanently because you know that's maybe the voice that this team needs not trying to undersell what's happening with her but you know the team uh certainly got a nice jolt of energy from having her at practice and on the ice and i mean she was in the crease with lt i mean how how just you know gut wrenching moving is that watching that seeing her standing next to Logan Thompson in the crease during the national anthem? So that was pretty cool to see. Uh, she did very well on the siren, you know. So that good good job by her to get everyone going. But back to the hockey game. I mean, yeah, sure, a goal in the in the first shot of each period. That's pretty fun. That's that's a great uh, a great statistic right there. Um, Paul Cotter's goals. Talk about that. So listen, Cotter's goal very good, very good mindset around the net, very good hands, but. Reminds me of the beer league game when, you know, your star players out there still trying to run the score up and scoring some of these dazzling goals and stuff like that. I'm not saying Paul Cotter, you know, it's bad on him or anything like that, but we need to see him scoring some goals in some bigger games too, like that. Hopefully his goals on Saturday will carry with him on 
the road over the weekend and things like that. And they do got the line four that I was hoping to see right now. You got Colasar, you got Watt, and you got Paul Cotter down there. And that's a fun line. Also going to be a very tough line to play against, but that only works if someone like Kessel can get some going up top. And unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the case. They they buried Kessel on line four for Saturday's game. And then all of a sudden, he wasn't on line four. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about Cassidy in segment three. But point being, good victory on Saturday, fun victory on Saturday. Tom Wilson had his typical, I'm going to, you know, blow up. And I, I was really hoping Haig and, uh, and uh, Tom Wilson were going to go coming out of the box. There's not a lot of guys I would like to see line up next to Tom Wilson. But I think Nick Haig is probably the one guy, you know, who might have a shot. But if Tom Wilson gets inside of him, watch out, too. So how could this team be mentally fatigued? Is that just a one game, one off? We saw them go three and four during the homestand. I don't know that that is the case with this team. I like what Cassidy did say after the loss in Arizona. He said, no, I didn't address it with the guys after the game. He said, that's not the thing that you do. He's an absolute pro, right? Because he understands the makeup of his team. Kelly his team so does. Fragile. He's so <laughs> fragile. He's so fragile. And so, but he didn't go in and blast him after the game. It's like uh, in radio, right? You never talk to uh, someone who's on the air, reprimand them or whatever, give them some coaching points right after their shift or while they're on the air, kind of let things simmer a little bit. So that's why I know you don't, you're not critiquing me right now. So in any way. <laughs> I'm glad um, we're not being critiqued. The show would have been off the air six months ago, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm glad that um, listen, everything we say about Cassidy is good. Like I like the way he mm-hmm. talks to the media. I like, he's awesome. He is. And he gives us a glimpse into what's happening. And again, I'll, we'll save a lot of this for the next segment, but you know, there's a lot of talk happening right now and just the results aren't there though right now. And they haven't been there. And, you know, the three games and, you know, four game week, I don't care. You know, Arizona also had that. They and, had the same four games. Yeah. And, and it was not a home game for Arizona. I was just listening as you were coming out. Uh, Stephen Marsh uh, put up uh, the, the gave proof through the night chant during the national anthem. And it was pretty dang loud. I would say that crowd was probably close to 50, 50, 40, 60. A lot of Knights fans made the trip down to uh, T-Mobile Southeast last night. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about why in the world was Logan Thompson playing the back-to-back in net? I, I just, I don't know. We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. Myself and Chris, we use Athletic Greens because we don't have a lot of time. And we will also want to optimize our immune systems. Uh, now I've been taking this for quite some time. Um, over the past few months, and I absolutely love it. Does not taste chalky or super healthy. Has a mild and tropical taste, uh, really that you could get used to first thing in the morning. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing seventy-five high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Love saying that word, especially first thing in the morning. And so, it is definitely lifestyle friendly. And you should try it again. Athletic Greens uh, also gives you uh, the important multivitamins. Uh, tons of people take some t- uh, type of multivitamin as well. It's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. It costs uh, less than $3 a day and you are investing in your health. It's really good. You should try it sometime. They also donate to uh, kids uh, over 1.2 million 
meals to kids in 2020. To make it easy, Athletic Greens, again, is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. And uh, again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Welcome back to, I got a little choked up on that. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. I'm going to start swaying again. Uh, again, make sure that you make us your first listen each and every day. And also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. So, <clears throat> why was LT and Net last night? Why did he play the last two games back-to-back? You made a very good point via Twitter. So, Aiden Hill now will have about what? A 10-day gap before he plays again, if he plays in New Jersey? So, Aiden started the game. He started the Detroit or Dallas game. No, it was the – he started the Detroit game. Detroit game, yeah. Because that's when that's when uh, LT, for whatever reason, came barreling out of the locker room. So, if he starts against – I mean, I don't – who knows? Maybe he does start tomorrow in New Jersey. There, There is a path where that could possibly happen, right? I mean – LT goes on the back-to-back. And the game, they didn't lose last night because of LT. Like, let's not definitely go that far. Um, although that first goal that where Cassidy did call out one of the centers for not being not watching uh, someone coming down the coming down the slots, LT was the one who thought about going to play the puck. And they said, no, we're probably not going to play the puck. And then the puck comes out to the slot, and unfortunately someone is uh, – Clayton Keller is sitting there wide open, and LT could not get set for the shot. So that first goal – I would put more of the responsibility on LT for at least not being ready for that one and either sell out and make the play or stay in net. Don't get stuck in between because that's what happened. So he played against, he played against, I thought they pl- he played against Dallas. So I thought it was going to be a longer layoff. It won't be as bad, but if uh, Aiden Hill goes Tuesday, then you're only looking at about a five day swing. Otherwise you are looking at eight or nine days. If he starts against the Rangers and or not and or, but or the Islanders, he's definitely starting one of these three games. There's no doubt in my mind he's starting one of these three games. But I think the bigger question is why why wasn't he out there last night? Or or the Saturday game. However you want to split it up, why would why did he not play one of these games? Aiden Hill has been a better than serviceable backup. And the team performs in front of him as well. That's the other side of this. So what why does cat the question isn't why did lt start why does cassidy not trust aiden hill in the last game aiden hill played you did get the comment you need one more save and then you need it was a lot of other things it was the passengers it was everything else but he started all that with you know you need that one more save what's going on here like why are we not trusting aiden hill all of a sudden and you know i, I did have another you know interaction with aiden hill where it made me think that maybe uh there is a little something brewing with him and coach I, I don't know what that is but you know you have two good weapons and early in the season right it was a two to three splits and there was a plan right you're gonna tell me this is the plan uh Cassidy said okay we talked to Burke we liked the way he looked uh the night, last time we did the back-to-back and all that and fine whatever I get all of that but why just why do you need to do this at this point of the season why not just get Aiden Hill out there and see what happens because Good things have happened when Aiden Hill has started games. Yeah, but remember, let's go back, harken back to the back-to-back when they played L.A. in Anaheim, and Cassidy said that Hill 
was not prepared. He had extra time to prepare. He did not prepare. So I think that that might be where that comes from. That oh, he was, wasn't process. he, he was pulled. LT was pulled. Or sorry. Aiden Hill was pulled. I thought though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. So, said so technically he LT didn't, didn't even start himself. both games. That's my point. LT didn't even start both games. So why is that a valid comparable for coach Cassidy when he is evaluating which goalie to go with? I don't understand. Yeah. Don't understand that either. Uh, teams are starting again. We said second time around, they would measure again, a lot, not the fault of LT. Don't get me wrong here, but teams are starting to catch him top corner. They're starting to find some, some weaknesses in his game. They're scouting him a little bit better. And again, we go back. It was the Anaheim game where they were pointing out he stands up too much. And when he goes down, he has the five hole right there wide open. There are some things technically bad. He's struggling of late ever since they announced that he was the all-star goaltender, but the defense was bad. And again, man, game number 49, he's taking all of the veteran centermen to task. I can't stop doing the Cassidy sway. No, it's, I mean, listen, here's the other side of this though. Defense, not great, not bad. I wouldn't say bad, but not great is the terminology I would use. You can't tell me that three goals, wasn't something VGK should not should have been able to overcome last night, especially with what happened Saturday against Washington. And don't tell me they used them all up. Nothing like that. I'm not buying into any of that, but Cassidy, I love the things that he says. And again, he gives us a lot. I think there was only, I think uh, Steve and Owen were the only two local people that made their way down for the game. And I think only Steve got a question at the end of the game outside of Ashley uh, asking all of her questions. And the only question was regarding the goalie, which I'm glad someone did ask about that. And I don't buy the explanation. I think I think there was a trust issue with Aiden Hill in the part of Coach Cassidy. Why else does Aiden Hill not play this game? Why? But to their points, three goals should be something you can overcome in you know a scrappy back to back game where Arizona was on the same level playing field too. Four game four game week. You know, mentally fatigued. No, stop it. You're you're a professional athlete. You're a professional coach. I will not buy that at this stage of the season right now. Yeah. And veteran centerman, he said that we just missed in that game. Uh, who asked the question about uh, the stars not producing? Was that I Steven? didn't, you know, I didn't catch that part. I, that wouldn't be an Ashley question. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, no, it was that. not hers. It was a male voice, but uh, it's here. It was probably Owen, Owen Krebs or a yeah. Stephen Marsh. Probably Owen Krebs might have gotten on that one. Good question. You know, have you seen this before to that effect? That was probably, I think that was not, Owen. I think that was Owen's voice. Producing. I could be wrong. I hope, Owen, if you do watch us, uh, that you're, uh, that I'm quoting you right. <laughs> he said, you know, Cassidy did say with better defense, he said it could have been a 1 1 2 1 game. And it doesn't win the game, really though. Upset. I don't care. It doesn't win the game. Yeah. Uh, how do they fix this defensively? He said, again, his his stars are not producing, but if they're playing defense, again, when you play good defense, most of the time you can lead that to offense. It always happens. Happens in every sport. If you're playing well defensively, your offense will come out of your defense. Yeah. I mean, that's the one of the oldest cliches in the book. The best uh you know, the best off the best uh, offense is a good defense, right? You know, and stuff like that. You know, and VGK does have a good again, let's not this is not a pity party for the VGK. Things did start well with a healthy roster when everything clicked. Now the roster's not healthy and it's not clicking. That is a perfect storm of bad. 
if we can somehow get four points or better on this uh, little three-game roadie before the All-Star break, reset, get some of our players back, I do feel a lot better about things right now. But this team, again, I'll make an equal case to win the Pacific and have a playoff run, but I'm starting to lean more towards the side of not – I'm doing a, a, one of my uh, balanced things right now for those that are uh, listening and not watching. I'm leaning more towards the side that this team is going to be competing for a wild card spot down the stretch. Very dangerous waters because with pressure, and this team has had a lot of it over the last 45 days, with pressure, this team is not performing well. So I'm guessing that they will stay in the city of Manhattan and then just drive over to New Jersey, perhaps. I know Vegas Bjorn wants no part of my old hood in Newark. There's no way. Would you carry your Lady Bing in the hood? Carry your Lady Bing trophy in the hood? I mean, it's not going to work, bro. But they probably will stay in the city and then go back to Newark. That's just a joke, folks. Relax. Uh, Coming up on tomorrow's show, of course, we'll talk more about this road swing and much, much more coming your way. I'll stop swaying here, I promise you. And uh, hopefully all of our camera issues are solved, at least for the moment. We thank for, uh, you all of you for making us your first listen. I was about to get, uh, to use your terminology, bus rolled. Uh, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you going to our YouTube cha- uh, page again, Lockdown Golden Knights, and subscribing there. And uh, for my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco saying so long for now. Lady Bing in the hood. Could be a movie. We'll see you tomorrow right here. Or a a song. Or a song. See you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.